welcome to Bridging Chicago, a podcast that aims to connect our listeners to Chicago's business, community, cultural, and charity leaders. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Bridging Chicago podcast. My name is Joe Amari, and I'll be your host today. On this episode, I'm joined by Sandra Aguirre, a founder and owner of Herbitas by Sandra. Sandra, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. It's great to have you. So Sandra, you are a Chicago resident for your entire life, but you were born in Mexico. Could you tell us a little bit about your background? Yes, so my parents uh, came to the U.S. uh, when I was about six months old um, and uh, lived here all my life, grew up in Little Village, and, uh, and now as an adult, I've lived in the southwest side of Chicago near Midway Airport. Okay, what part? Uh, Midway Airport uh, between Archer and Cicero, Garfield okay. Ridge. And you said you grew up in Little Village. What was it like growing up in the city? Well, I grew up in Little Village back in the 80s. Um, we pretty much uh, played outside. It was, I mean, if, I, if we, we stayed in our block, so we were pretty much, we weren't allowed to leave our block too much. <laughs> but it was those times where we, we were able to be outside uh right after school till nine o'clock and no worries of any kind and no tablets, phones or any of that. So um, it was, it was nice. It was, it was nice. You knew your whole neighbors and, you know, went to my friend's house and houses and it was just different times, different times. Sounds like you had a good community feel. Yes. Yes, we did. We, we, everyone knew us and we knew them and we obeyed every parent in the block. So yeah. <laughs> And so you had a career as a teacher before you started your current business. Is that right? Yes. So um, um, I went back to school as an adult. I went back to college as an adult due to um, circumstances in my life. I had to return to school as an adult. I was an adult learner um, and I was able to get my bachelor's in um, education. So I was uh, a teacher for a few years, um, worked for City of Chicago, CPS Public Schools as a uh, third, fourth uh, grade teacher. Then I was an ESL teacher um, for another school for uh, K to eighth grade. Okay. And so now you're the founder of Urbitas by Sandra. How did you begin that process? So with uh, while I was teaching, when I, in my earlier years of, of being a teacher, um, it was about 10 years ago, um, I just started my natural journey um, with a natural deodorant. Um, I probably will share a little story, a little personal story. <laughs> I've always suffered with like odor, like underarm odor. And I, you know, my aunt would always tell me, you know, you should just do something natural. Use lemon, use baking soda, use something natural. Stop using those over-the-counter um, products. And, you know, when you're young, you don't listen to, to those to those those type of advice. <laughs> right. So I started doing my, you know, one day I just got fed up and I said, you know what, let me try. Let me start doing my own research. And I whipped up really quick uh, uh, deodorant with home ingredients that I had. And sure enough, that literally that day changed my life. And I said, wow, if this can do that to me, what else can nature provide? And that was kind of my, my early beginnings of, of this natural, le- learning to use natural products and nature to kind of heal and deal with our own personal issues. And then from there, um, 
my sisters and I, we, we uh, founded a, another company and I was with them for about two, three years. And then I branched out and started my own Yervitas by Sandra. Okay. And when you say natural journey, can you elaborate a little bit more on what that means to you? Uh, natural journey means to me um, trying to go as natural as possible using herbs and um, plants, flowers, uh, things that come from the earth. Not so much things that are made in a in a lab or in a factory, man-made, more so from the earth. So experiments mm. with different leaves and flowers and and just man um, earth 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 products. Sure. And what kind of other applications have you found in this process? Um, I've, you know, as far as aromatherapy, essential oils, um, body butters, uh, just just anything that comes from nature. And nature really does heal us within and outside. So, um, like I said, I started with, with the eucalyptus shower bundles. Um, they're actually uh, fresh eucalyptus that I get from California that you hang in the shower and the steam activates the oils in the eucalyptus and allowing us to breathe, breathe those in and getting uh, respiratory rele relief, getting uh, mental clarity, relaxing us. So all those good things that we can get from a medicine bottle. Absolutely. I definitely liked eucalyptus like in steam rooms. It's been amazing. It definitely makes you feel like you're breathing a little bit easier and opened up. Yeah. Um, so when, when you started the natural journey, what were some of the effects you felt as you started to use more and more natural products? Did you feel like you had a substantive change in your day-to-day -day life? Definitely, definitely. It was a, an eye-opener, um, you know, because we're so accustomed to just reaching to the counter and just popping in a pill or just, you know, um, just the TV tells us what to do or what to buy. And and mm. uh, it really transformed transformed my life and my family you know it, it 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 wasn't from one day to the next it was a slow process kind of transitioning um things and reading labels was was very important to me if i didn't know what it was or if i can't pronounce it i will not buy it um i <laughs> make my own uh so at this you know i i i'm always saying i'll make it i'll make it i'll make it if someone comes to me with an issue and I'm like, I'll make it, I'll make it. There's always something in nature that, that we can find to, to help it, help the issue, help the, the ailment or, you know. Mm. Like and you said you started a business with your sisters prior to your current business. What did you guys do? So it was, a, it's a skin, skincare business. Um, it's still um, live and very active, de mi tierra. Uh, we started with the deodorants, um, sugar scrubs, body butters, um, room sprays, face serums, and just again, uh, ingredients from the earth, plants and, and flowers from the earth. Um, so yeah, that, that's how we kind of started, started this. Mm -hmm. And when you guys started that business, what were some of the challenges you guys faced? You know, I'm sure that there was a lot of planning involved in getting that going. Some of the challenges that we faced was we well, we left our jobs. She left her marketing job and I left my teaching job and kind of adjusting to a new a new at least for me, um, I didn't have a business I don't have a business background. I have an education uh, background. So I had to learn a lot of things and which I'm still learning. Um, <clears throat> 
as far as like uh, technology, Instagram, I didn't have an Instagram. I, you know, I would hear about Instagram, but I didn't have an Instagram. Um, so it kind of forced me to learn new things, which were, were, were good at the end. They, they were good. Um, as far as those are some of the, one of the major challenges that I feel that me personally, I, I went through. Sure. I mean, getting the brand out there and getting some name recognition is definitely integral to, you know, starting that process. I'm sure. I'm yes. sure also your sister's background with marketing helped with facilitating that process. Yeah. So she was like the background business uh, side of it. And I was more of the maker researcher. <clears throat> Let's try it on our families, like type of thing. So sure. it, it, it worked well. It worked well. It sounds like it had a symbiotic relationship between your backgrounds. Definitely, definitely, yes. And so after that process, at what point did you think, okay, I want to start my own independent business? Um, after that, um, I realized that, well, her, her line is more skincare, skincare, um, and I wanted to do more of a aromatherapy uh, side to it. And mm -hmm. then I was really obsessed with eucalyptus and and also the the need of of it not we didn't have it too available in the south side of chicago if i wanted a bundle i needed to either go downtown to a farmer's market or up north to pick it up so the mm. accessibility of it wasn't around um and uh that's when i decided you know what i'm going to take this route and start working with the fresh fresh eucalyptus fresh um rosemary more of the fresh herbs so that that was one of the reasons why I decided to, do, you know, it's still it's still I see like a big umbrella as I'm or mm -hmm. a big tree. I'm just a branch, you know, that we, you know, <laughs> just branched out. Right, and you mentioned earlier, I think that uh, you get your eucalyptus from California. Yes, I do. Yeah, we unfortunately can't grow it here in Chicago, especially with this weather that we have. <laughs> the um, beautiful five degree weather today. Yeah, so no, <laughs> that wouldn't work too well. Um, so, yes, I have my vendor out in California that I've been working with since day one. Um, and she sends me the freshest eucalyptus, uh, freshest rosemary, you know, that I can possibly find. So my, her eyes, I trust her eyes to send me the best. Mm. How did you go about making that connection? Um, I just did my research on, started Googling, Googling mm. uh, vendors and... Um, and then she came across and I, I just, the customer service that she provides and I, um, she really goes out of her way to, uh, for me so I can get uh, really clean eucalyptus. And so for people that have been, you know, contemplating using more natural remedies and, you know, homeopathic <clears throat> products, what would you say to them to maybe convince them to get the ball rolling and give it a shot? You know what, that's one of the, the, one of the hardest things to do, um, I, I'm not one to, I'm not in sales and I'm not in business. So I'm not really one to try to sell you something. I just share my stories and things that have worked for me and my family. And some people, most people are open to open to trying new things. Mm -hmm. um, and then others are, you know, kind of like, oh, I don't know, I'll stick to what I know. And that's okay too, you know, right. it's not their time. It's not their time. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I started this. 10 years ago. So I was an adult already. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I just, I just, just try to connect with people, share my story 
um, and others share their stories. And, uh, and it's really, once it's their time, it's their time to, to make a switch. There's no sales pitch or pushing the, my services or products on them, you know. Mm. When it's their time, it's their time. <laughs> Sounds like uh, an organic way to grow your sales, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you were, you know, applying this uh, natural process with your kids, how did they react to it at first? Well, my two older ones, uh, well, one of them is still kind of like, eh, you know, it's, it's <laughs> been hard. It's been hard. She's stubborn. <clears throat> my oldest son, he's he's all for it. He'll take anything that I give him. He'll like, yeah, give it to me. I'll, I'll use it. I'll put it on. I'll try it. And well, my little ones, they don't know anything else but that. Um mm. Even, you know, they can just wake up with something and they're like, can you give me an oil? Can you give me lavender? Can you give me, you know, they already know. They don't really know over-the-counter lotions or anything like that. They they know to ask for an oil or a butter or, or something in that nature. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm raising them that way. So when they're adults, they continue, you know, turning into looking or looking into nature for, for their well-being. Right. Absolutely. And I think about with, with, you know, more natural products, sometimes there are unintended consequences of things that for a long time have been taken for granted as being, you know, safe and effective. And then in retrospect, we realize that, you know, okay, there are some detriments to this that we didn't know about. And so, you know, these longer standing, you know, more natural based products might have those advantages that people don't even realize, okay, rather than create something new, we can use something that's tried and true. Exactly. You know, I, I think about our, our ancestors. How did they do it back then? Mm. You know, they, they use, they went to their yards or their, you know, they picked whatever herbs they had and they did their concoctions and boiled stuff and infused things. And that's how they healed, you know, so that's mm. more of the, what, how, how I look at it. Sure. So what do you think of for the future of Herbitas? Where do you see yourself going in a, a few years and then further down the road? You know, I get asked that a lot, um, and I know that for a lot of people, um, oh, I you know I want to get big and grow big, but I I, I want to stay local. I really mm. want to stay local with my community in Chicago, uh, South Side of Chicago, provide services and products that that are not so much accessible. Um, and I just I just like to do farmers markets. I do local vendors, uh, vendor events in the in the South Side of Chicago. I do do some downtown and up north, but not too many. Um, but yeah, I just my goal is to continue to provide the need that there is a need for it in in the south side of Chicago, and uh, connecting with the community and um, with education because that education part of me has never left. I like to educate people. Like I said, I'm not a salesperson. Uh, mm. I, I'm just like here, try it. I'm more of a, I like to throw in that educational portion to it and kind of give that information and always say, you know what, do your own research too, you know, not just don't take my word. So yeah, my, my goal is to continue to stay in the community, stay local, um, make, make connections connections in my own community here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. You mentioned community a lot and I think about that too. It's sometimes in the, in the interconnectedness of the current world, we lose sight of the community, but you know, the people that are most proximate to you are the ones that can have the biggest effect on your life. So I like that you have that impetus on, you know, locality. Um, 
what what would you say the biggest challenges are in growing within the community? Um, what have my and within my community? You know what? People are pretty nice. Like, um, even though we live in a world uh, full of technology and people, if you are people, feel your energy, and mm. if you come in with a negative energy or bad energy, people will pick up on it and will put a guard. But as far as challenges in my community, I, I I haven't had one. I mean, yet. I mean, I know challenges are good. Mm. Uh, you know, people have been really open to me. Um, they love my products. They they love that that I'm here. They don't have to travel far. Um, but no, like I said, if you are open and genuine and authentic, people will will read that and kind of like, oh, okay, she's not, you know, she's, they can relax. So in the community, I haven't really found the challenge yet. That's great. I think that sometimes the, when you're doing the right things, they are kind of seamless, you know, rather than facing constant obstacles. Sometimes those obstacles are maybe the universe's way of telling you, all right, there is a different path, but when it's seamless, you know, you realize that, okay, this is the right direction. This is where I'm meant to be. And I think about, you mentioned authenticity. I think that that is something that can be so well received because like you said earlier, you know, you're not going into it with a sales pitch, but rather the opportunity to share what you've learned and what's benefited your life personally with others. And I'm sure that that is something that people really take to. Yes. And do people do pick up on it, you know, because I mm. myself have been in situations where um someone's just trying to sell me something there's no connection there's no lo looking at me in the eye like you know and i'm really old school i'm really old school mm. i value those those things where um let's talk let's you know let's not let's go out for lunch let's not text let's not call let's have a quick conversation um and people like that people like that i think absolutely it the connection makes it feel much more real rather than i know exactly what you mean like someone comes to you with a sales pitch and you know from the moment that they start they're trying to get you on this product to get you to invest in this thing it feels like okay i'm just a means to an end rather than us working together us growing together so i think exactly. that that's a, a big dichotomy exactly and if you focus on connections and everything else just falls into place you know absolutely mm -hmm. so is there a best way for our listeners to connect with your products and you mentioned instagram earlier if you have one Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, yes, they can connect. I'm on Instagram, uh, Yervitas by Sandra. I'm on Facebook, Yervitas by Sandra. And then I have the uh, online store, uh, cashdrop.biz forward slash Yervitas. Oh, could you repeat that one more time? Sure. Cashdrop.biz forward slash Yervitas. Mm. And do you have any plans to open a brick and mortar store in the future? You know what? I would love that. Um, yes. My, my idea is to, I don't know when, I don't know if this year, next year, my idea is to have a, I, I, I can't find a better word, but like an oasis for women mm. to come and kind of come in, come to this place, relax, uh, uh, read a book, uh, just, just like a sanctuary for women that that are stressed, or moms, moms, women, just come. Uh, that's my vision. That's my vision. Yeah. 
to to do have have that you know and then occasionally bring in like um special guests special speakers to kind of motivational speakers to to you know help women with with uh with daily struggles of just being a mom and balancing mm -hmm. work and and business and family and children and all that absolutely i think that's a great idea i think that I think that people generally have taken more and more to that holistic approach of mental health and, you know, realizing the stresses of modern life and the impetus there is to take a break, breathe. I'm sure aroma health, aromatherapy helps significantly with that, but take a moment, breathe and try and let yourself calm down so that when you face those stresses, you're more adept at dealing with them. Exactly. To recharge, recharge and have a, a place where women, women can come and do that. All, all women of all types of walks of life. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I, you know, my, that is my vision so, to have something here in Gar Garfield Ridge um, somewhere down the line. Absolutely. Well, Sandra, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. It was wonderful talking to you. And then one more time, could you repeat for our listeners how they can connect you to you? Sure. Uh, you can connect with me. You can find me on Instagram, um, Yervitas by Sandra, Facebook, Yervitas by Sandra, or on my online store is cashdrop.biz forward slash Yervitas. All right. Great. Well, thank you so much. And thank you to everyone for tuning into this episode of the Bridging Chicago podcast. Be sure to check out Herbitas by Sandra on Instagram at Herbitas by Sandra. And also visit the Bridging Chicago website where you can find other ways to connect with these businesses. Thank you so much, Sandra. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bridging Chicago as produced by the SATC Solutions Center. Nothing contained in this podcast shall constitute financial, investment, legal, and or professional advice. No professional relationship of any kind is created between you and the podcast host or guest. You are urged to speak with your financial, investment, or legal advisors before making any investment or legal decisions. Furthermore, the opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the opinions of SATC Solution Center, SATC Law, or any of its employees. This podcast is created by the hosts and guests' individual capacities. All opinions on this podcast are or have been rendered based on specific facts under certain conditions and are subject to certain assumptions and may not and should not be used or relied upon for any other purpose, including but not limited to or use in or in connection with any investment purposes or legal proceeding.